All right, you are tuning into the Dive In Deep Show podcast. This is episode number 58. This is a Zoom style podcast. I am your host, Rudy Ray, and I have my boys here, Jason and Julio. And we have the unofficial member, of course, Adam. We're here with us as well. And then we're going to be having uh, J-Rod Juan join us later. So we have a lot of stuff to cover. We got some new segments that we're going to keep going on from last episode. Before we get into that, make sure that you guys subscribe, drop, drop a like, drop a comment, check us out on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. I'll leave all the links down below. You can follow all of us. And if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, drop a review and leave us a rating. All right, so we've been doing these Prime for Primes. Last week was not that good. This one a little bit better. This is Jason. So actually, Jason, why don't you go ahead and do, do this one? <clears throat> So, yeah, my uh, prime for prime, I'm going with two guys with similar bills to, I guess they're both small forwards, great scores, um, going with 2000s era, Tracy McGrady in his prime days, we're talking like Orlando Magic, early Houston days, and then Paul George, whichever version of Paul George you like, you like the OKC version or that early Pacers days when he was battling with LeBron. Where y'all going, man? Paul George or Tracy McGrady? I'll go first. This goes. Oh, you want to go? I'm going T Mac. Want to explain or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely gotta go T Mac. I mean, I gotta go off of what just Kobe Bean said about him, man. He said he was basically him, a taller than him. He said. When they asked him about him, he said he could do everything I could, but he was 6'10". He got no weaknesses in the game. He could score from anywhere and defend. And Kobe says the hardest player he ever had to defend. Hey, I can't say that ain't true. Kobe said it. All right. Yeah, I'm not mad at that because we all know that Kobe said that. This one was tough for me, man, because I love T-Mac. I, I still I, somebody else go because I'm still deciding. I'll man. go because um I I gotta I gotta side with my guy Julio man um you give me a dude in his prime that can drop thirty two a game and that kind of physical era of basketball like he, like Julio was saying he was Kobe in terms of scoring ability he had and if you're a bad guy he's a he had a big bag he especially for his size he's his move, movement was really fluid he had a great touch on his shot athletic as hell he has some of the most impressive posters we've ever seen i know rudy remembers that one on Facts. sean bradley where he got him nasty as like everybody did to sean bradley back in the day but uh yeah man his he was really ahead of his time it's unfortunate that uh injuries kind of robbed him of would have been a great career because I think that's really the only thing that's keeping him out of like those top 75 lists and all time greatest lists is simply his back wasn't holding up. But yeah, man, I'm going T Mac. Yeah, and he never lost a fight, too. Yeah, you can take that into consideration. Yeah, you definitely can. Who you got, Adam? I'm, I'm actually going to differ in that. I, uh, I have Paul George for this one. Like, you know, Team Mac was phenomenal electric. If you could, I'll put it this way. If you had a team full of terrible people and you could only have one, I might take Team Mac, but Paul George could fit in any situation in the NBA. He's such an incredible player. He's a great scorer. He's one of the best defenders out there. And I mean, this guy, you know, if it weren't for 
these other guys, he, his biggest issue was he was in an era where his position was just dominated by LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Durant. And if those guys don't exist, I mean, Paul George is up in that era to me, or up in that echelon of player. And he's just been phenomenal to the point that he gave those guys fits. And OKC, that first or second year, that's probably where we're getting our prime Paul George. He was phenomenal MVP candidate type player. Yeah, for sure. You're going with the two-way, basically, offense and defense. Yeah, yeah. So for, for, for mine... I'm sorry, T-Mac, but I got to go Paul George. This dude did a lot more as the best player on his team. I know, like Jason said, you mentioned the injuries, but there were years when, like you said, he had the 3-1 lead, didn't have a team with him, but they lost. When he first got to Houston, it was him and Yao, and they were able to to get, I think, only into the first round. They were never able to get past the first round. I was just having issues with my headphones all good now. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, so and Paul George, like he was battling LeBron James. Uh, was that the conference finals one of those times that he got that there? Yeah, he got to the conference finals once. Yeah, and he definitely had more help. Seven games. He, yeah, yeah, for sure. And he was showing out. When he got to OKC, he obviously had more help. So it's kind of not fair to T Mac, I guess I would say, but he is a two way player. That, that was my thing, is he had a good amount more help than. Tracy did. Tracy got a little bit more help when he got to Houston, but unfortunately his body didn't really decide to go with him for that talent when he was had the talent and the health, man. Like if he was able to get that proper help around him, I, I fully think he's capable of winning a couple playoff series. I just don't know if he had that talent around him to properly compete in back in those days. But this segment is more like, Player for uh, individual player. thing, yeah, yeah it's it a player is, for it player, is. and you're bringing a lot of team <clears throat> stuff into it. So, well, I was like, gonna we're say, talking like basically one on one, you know. I think Paul George could handle him, man. Like, mm-hmm. T Mac was a great passer, but I don't ever think he was like an elite defender. Like, he was pretty good, but Paul George is elite on both sides of the ball. Paul George ever averaging thirty two. He could average 28. I mean, it's four less points a game for yeah, a, easily. Like, That's several a tier above a defender. What are you taking, an extra two shots a game or somebody that can take away six or seven more shots from the other team? I mean, to me, that's – But that's bringing back in the team <laughs> thing. Oh, no. What, what I'm saying is defensively, he can take away more points from the other team than Team Mac can add offensively. And I think if T-Mag decides to with that size and his athleticism, he could lock in defensively if he really wanted to. But he didn't. We didn't see him do that. I mean, I don't remember T-Mag ever just getting cooked on defense. Yeah, I don't think he was just like everybody was blown by and scoring on T-Mag easily. He's 6'8 with crazy athleticism. I don't think I've ever even heard anybody say T-Mag's a bad defender. was a bad defender. No, he's not. He has some great. He's because he was so tall and long, like he could block shots. But it was like Paul George could guard saying. multiple players. Yeah, we both have valid arguments. Like T Mac couldn't beat the Jazz, bro, with Darren Williams and 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 Carlos Boozer, bro. Okay, the Houston days, like that was not his prime. Though. He had Yao Ming. What do you mean? Two thousand seven, bro. Two thousand six, two thousand seven. He was prime for prime. This is not his prime. 
Go, you go I know, I know, I know you want, numbers. I know you want to say you had prime T Mac as a Houston fan, but you did not have. Prime we had T-Mac. him for like I'm two sorry. years, two or three Maybe years, a year. No, I'm sorry. He, that's Orlando. Bro, I, Orlando got prime T Mac. I was year. watching too. It year. wasn't until like 09, 08 when he started getting hurt. <clears throat> I'm saying his prime when he was like one of the best players in the league. That was his Orlando days. He was still good. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying he was. I'm not saying he was. I'm not saying he was washed when he got to Houston. I'm just saying his absolute prime was in Orlando. No, he wasn't washed. He was hurt. He got hurt. That's what I'm saying. But not until yeah. later, though. Um, I feel like T Mac's back issues started coming like really like when he got to Houston. Man, I don't remember how early on, but I don't think it was that late in his career. I mean, I just remember him still playing through the back injuries. It wasn't until the knee injuries that that's what really took him out. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's hard to it's hard to do much of anything. You got back issues, man. I, I would know. They All both right. dealt with injuries. Paul George definitely yeah. dealt with them. Yeah, better. Shout out to Paul George for coming yeah. back from what could have been like a career-ending injury, though. Facts. Yeah, I remember watching that a lot. It was crazy. Yeah, that was nasty. <clears throat> that was nasty. So I have. Paul George, Adam has Paul George, Jason has T Mac, Julio has T Mac. Yeah, we're split. We'll, we'll ask J Rod later, and he'll 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 unsplit it for us. All right. the, uh, pull out already, right? Oh yeah, I did. Let me. I let feel me like check. it was yeah. he, it was literally dead even last time I checked. Really? Okay. Yeah. I look. think when I checked, Paul George had a slight edge. It's yeah. probably recency bias, though. So we got thirteen <laughs> votes. And it was PG thirteen who got the who had the edge. Yeah, yeah, and by one, right? Yeah, they know ball. Like I said, I went with these two because they're like it was one. He's dude. like <laughs> it's probably you. <laughs> no, I don't think I voted. I I went with these two because like man, they're so similar in their game styles. Like same build, same height. You can do pretty much the same thing on the court. I think. Tracy McGrady, basically, he'd be Paul George now. Paul George back then would be like a Tracy McGrady. I think it's two similar players, so that's why I went with them. Yeah, this was a good one. Can't, can't go wrong with either. Fact. I would say Jason Tatum more like T-Mac. Uh, I don't think he's scoring like T-Mac yet, but. Nah. His game's not as smooth. Yeah, that shot's not as smooth. <laughs> and he's not yamming that thing like T-Mac. No, no, they're 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 a little different. Course, it is Paul George. Still, still young though, he ain't in his prime but we'll see. All right, so let's move on to the next topic. We got summer league action who's showing out and who's disappointing. I want to talk about who's disappointing me, and that's for several. I want to ask you who's disappointing because I've been seeing some insane tweets from you. I was not expecting to see. Yes, I'm 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 about to talk about it right now, man. So, look. Jabari Smith, he's not playing in the right system that he's going to play with with the Rockets when the actual season starts. But even just putting that to the side, bro, he looks like he doesn't know what to do out there. Like, he can't you're just, dribble. You're just eye-testing it, basically. He looks like Duncan Robinson out there, bro. Ooh. That's, That's a weird on offense. comparison. On offense. Like he's just jacking up shots. Like I mean, basically. he's only shooting, like... He can't dribble. He can't create for himself. That's what Duncan yeah. Robinson is. Now, defensively, he's been pretty good. He had some pretty good stops against Chet. I mean, Paolo bodied him up. I mean, I'm more impressed with Tar Eason. 
Yeah, I told you this, and you were looking at me crazy last time. I told well, you no, I, I loved Tari him, but I didn't think he was going to be playing better than Jabari. I that think Tari is going to be better than Jabari. I right, need to stop that. <laughs> no, nah, I think he is. It's not. It's not a crazy take. You act like people that have been picked in the under twenty or like have I not mean, been better than top ten players. It happens all the time. That's true. I just I feel like Jabari will once he gets to with real NBA point guards and in a real system with a real coach, that's, it'll be better. That's the thing though. Is that something that concerns you? I know you are a Kevin Porter Jr. fan, but I would like let's admit he's not a true point guard. He's probably not gonna get the absolute best looks for Jabari Smith. So is that something that concerns you with Jabari going forward? Maybe a little. He still gets at least over six assists a game, so I'm not. Really I, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying he can't assist and find the wide open guy, but I'm like being a great floor general, like a guy like CP3, who you know he's going to get the absolute best look on for his players. Like in terms of that, I'm not saying he can't get assists. I know he can hit the open man and do yeah, for all sure. That, but but CP3's type players are rare. Like most teams don't have that. It's all about system and coaching if, and what they run. That's true, but if you're worried about the kind of looks that your guy's gonna get, then I think that's some that's a cause for concern. I mean, that is true, but I look at it's not just KPJ. Josh Christopher is a good playmaker. Uh, Shane uh, is a good playmaker. He's, he's, just, he's just taking a bunch of shots right now. When and when from the games I saw last year, he can. Everybody wants Christopher to sit out like. We get he's, it. You're, he's doing you too much right now. You're in the NBA. He's a hooper. You score. <laughs> like, let the young guys go. Same with Kuminga. He dropped, like, 28 the other day. Everybody wants him to stop playing, too. I mean, we're trying to see the young guys. He's just trying I don't to know about Josh Christopher being a playmaker, though. I mean, there's enough guys on there that can make plays for Jabari in the system. Like, Christian Wood Is was there, stopping though? up everything last year. He's gone, so we don't have to worry about that no more. It's going to be a lot more fluid. Jalen Green's not a playmaker either. I mean, Who, I, he doesn't have to be. He's 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 our number one scorer. Yeah, I don't think. You should well, you said there's plenty of guys. So, and me and Jason yeah, I just don't named agree them. on KPJ. So who? Ty Ty's a player like that. KPJ can get it going. Shangun is a good passer. There's enough guys there. Josh Christopher, when he gets into the paint, he can create space for others. Once they collapse on him, he can make a good pass out to the corner. That's, I mean, that's, I'm not saying he's going to be, you know, John Stockton or anything like that. Oh, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. So that's who's disappointing you the most. Uh, yeah, because I was super, I, mean, I, I called him team. Kawhi, bro. Like, I called him Baby Giannis. Nah, that's yeah. blessed. Yeah, damn, I don't remember you saying that. That's crazy. I said, yeah, I don't be baby <laughs> Just say you never said it because you shouldn't have. <laughs> no, I, I got to own it, bro. I said it. <laughs> we don't even remember. I hear you. Have you been tuning to your Hornets? I haven't tuned in much, honestly. I mean, not too much to be excited about in the Hornets world at the moment. Um, just looking Are, for some silver linings, you know. Just, you know, I mean, the guy, the guy we got looks good. Mark Williams looks fine. I think he's going to be what we drafted him to be. He's probably not going to start this year, which is unfortunate because then that means I have to watch more Mason Plumley. But maybe he'll turn it around. Um, but yeah, it's an uh, it's an unfortunate situation, especially concerning the the Miles situation because we had two top fifteen picks, and you would have to think if we. If we knew this was going on, maybe we would have used one of them on somebody exciting to take his spot. 
but it's been unfortunate Out, outside of the Hornets. Uh, I mean, obviously Palo has been really exciting and I'm sure there's much to be said about that. Um, we had one incredible game and one okay game, but Chet looks fantastic. I know uh, I, I want to be a defender for him. I think just because I watch this podcast and see Rudy Ray throw him down all the time. So that, uh, <laughs> that makes me want to defend Chet, but I just think there's so much just potential and phenomenal talent there. And everybody's worried about the size, but I mean, so look up pictures of Giannis before Giannis got in the league. Look up pictures of Dwight Howard before Dwight Howard got in the league. Those guys were tiny too. That's facts. I'm big on Chet too. Mm-hmm. I think he's nice. I love what I see from him. I mean, Kenny Lofton was schooling him. Man, it was like three possessions, and he's after that, he got. Game. What do you mean? He's gonna get bodied. He's a smaller guy. It'll happen. That doesn't just automatically mean he's a bust, though. You yeah, could body him. We'll see. We'll see where Kenny Lofton is at the end of the season, and where Chet's at. And I bet it won't be close. Uh, no, because he plays for Memphis. He's not. He's not getting minutes like that. He's well, like six six too. I think. The nice thing about Chet, too, is there is, like, normally when a guy gets drafted that high, you feel like you need him to be a star right now. And I don't feel like OKC needs him to be a star right now because they have so many other potential stars that will allow him to just get into that role. And they have a leader in Shea, and they have other phenomenal players like Giddy. Giddy, yeah. the benefit of, if I don't score 20 points a game in my first season, who cares? I'm starting yeah. to love Giddy, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Giddy's nice. And Dort's coming back, too, off the injuries. They're going to be solid over there in OKC. Uh, I like the other dude they have. I think his name is Jalen Williams or something like that. Jalen Williams. Yeah, Real man. good shooter. Sniper. Yeah, yeah but, they got a squad, man. Yeah, OKC's they do. up there. Jason, who's impressing you right now? Um, this pretty much, like, I think I had the same answer as Adam. Uh, dude, I picked as the best player in the draft, uh, Paolo Bancaro. I think it was – I know people were getting on the, them for deciding to bench him against what was supposed to be the showdown against Chet Holmgren, but we know what he can do. These summer league games are completely meaningless. I know it's kind of all we have these days in the sports world, uh, but you don't want to run any risks. Like he showed what he can do. Wait till preseason. We'll see him a little bit more, and then we'll wait mm-hmm. till the games actually matter. So – Save your guys. I, I'm, I'm completely on board with that. These games literally mean nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have no issues with doing, them doing that. Uh, I really loved how he looked in his few games that he did play, or one or two, however many it was. And also, like Adam said, Chet Holmgren. Uh, definitely just, I just love his ceiling, man. I, I, I understand that, uh, yes, he'll get bodied. He's a skinny dude. Like, that's going to happen. I'm not expecting him to be a brick uh, down low. He's going to get bodied some possessions, but he's also going to block a lot of shots. He's also going to stretch the floor. He's also going to grab a lot of rebounds because he's, he's a very tall man. He's very skilled around the rim. He's just, he has so much room to grow as a basketball player. And I think his, I think his, he has a, extremely high ceiling and I'm really excited for what they have going down in uh, Oklahoma City. It's going to be stat padding and free rebounds, man. Yeah. Seven We're foot sleeping. one, like Rudy Gobert. That's just, it's too Yeah, easy. like Russ. Yep. Bro, no, they literally clear too. the way so he can grab the rebound. <laughs> That's not stat padding. <laughs> it sounds exactly It's not like his fault. Someone's got to grab it. 
Hey, I think we're sleeping on a guy, though. Another top five pick that's been balling out. We haven't even mentioned Keegan Murray. He's yeah, I was going to ask, his man. Thing. He's been doing his thing. We didn't even mention Ivy, either. Ivy was looking great for the Pistons. Unfortunate yeah. that he had that ankle injury right before that. It, it's just like, like a small twisted ankle. It's nothing big. But, Him and um, Dyson Daniels both got hurt. He was having a perfect game before he got hurt, but besides that, uh, Keegan Murray has been consistently balling 20-plus points per game in the summer league. That's impressive. A lot of people were really down on the Kings. Not that many people talk about the Kings because they're poverty, but they got a really good pick. They got a lot scrutinized for not picking Ivy. Um, I actually don't see anything wrong with their pick at all. It's looking like it's going to flourish for them. I mean, Ivy will be better, I think, but you know he didn't want to be there, so that was the, why they didn't pick him. But Keegan is—he's definitely, I think, impressed people, and it shouldn't be because he's a top four pick. But a lot of people were, but yeah, you know, we, I guess not did. as high on him. Yeah, a lot of people still don't talk about him. I don't really see many highlights from him. And then I checked the box score, and he's dropping like 24, 28. Like, What's gonna happen if you play for the Kings, man? How much media coverage coming your way? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, we're talking. All these teams are damn near poverty. Well, like low, but I guess they just have a higher fan base than the Kings, which is understandable. Hey, all the other like teams, though, like OKC and Orlando, they have like multiple young, exciting prospects. So that's like mm-hmm. why they're like, yeah, the that is true. It's just Keegan over there yeah. right now. Yeah, and Benedict Mathurin has also been playing really well, man. He has. So LeBron got to show him something, man. <laughs> that was clown, clown comment. But <laughs> that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. That first matchup should be fun. Oh, yeah. You know he's going to mark that day. <laughs> Who? LeBron. I think he could care less about what this rookie guy said. You remember when Tatum uh, bumped him in the Eastern Conference Finals, and then he sunned him? That's that's the playoffs. Though. Yeah, that was the ECF game seven. Like I know, he, like, but he, was he saying, like, his spot there. <laughs> yeah, this I'm just saying just he got could have ignored him. Yeah, I feel, no, it's the playoffs, bro. You gotta. You got to, like, acknowledge the trash talk in the playoffs. You can't go outside. Yeah, because it's like, okay, I see you. You are here. That dude just got drafted and started talking. Like, yeah, show me me something. What the fuck? I'm going to What What the hell? He could have. Remember, y'all remember when LeBron, like, did that? Like, who's this guy? Remember, who did he do that to? Uh, I know know what you're talking about. He could have did that to Tatum. It was a Grizzlies player, wasn't it? I don't remember who. Grizzlies or Kings? It was one of those teams. Or no, it might have been someone. I don't well, remember. He, like, I, I know he told Cameron Payne to stay oh, humble. Yeah, I remember that. Man, who? What was it? I don't no, remember. He, I know I'm gonna punked, remember later. I know he punked uh, Nico Mannion on time. Remember that on the Warriors? I don't know who that is. He was like a bench player on the Warriors, and he had like a nice ass like high school mixtape. But like he uh, like brick like. Rick Wall screamed him and he like fell to the ground. He just like, bro, come on. See, he cares, bro. Yeah, they be, uh, yeah, they be clowning. I mean, I remember Clay too telling a rookie, like, you're never going to be in the NBA for long. Why are you even talking? I can't remember who he said it to, but I remember that clearly. Clay Thompson, when he wasn't even playing. Oh. Because I think he was broadcasting. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, I do remember that now. Yeah, I do. Yeah, somebody that. was talking crazy to him or something. He's like, this guy's not even going to be in the league in the next two, three years. Jeez. Yeah. So just to end on this summer league stuff and all these, like, young teams, and we're going to talk more about some young teams, but I was just say, which I had a vision earlier, and I just wanted to share it with y'all. So just imagine this. James Harden wins a title in Philly, and then he comes back to Houston in two years to help these young boys, like just imagine James Harden, like just dissing it out to Jalen Green, Jabari, bro. Uh, what, 35? Yeah, bro, yeah. 35, 36. LeBron playing at 36. There is nobody else that's even done. Matumbo like, played till he was like 45. No, a lot of players played till that oh. age, but nobody even averaged over like 18 points. I don't need or... him to average 18. I need him to give me 15 and 10 assists. Uh, he can do that. You. You saw that in a dream, and that's where it's gonna stay, my man. No, I was dreams. I was awake when I saw that. No, nah, it was that would be cool. That would be cool. That's like that would a be lit. fairy tale. That would be lit, yeah. But I just don't see it happening either. But yeah, if it did, that would be nice. Just two or three years, y'all wait and see. Be here, <laughs> be here, man. All right, so we're gonna talk about some teams in each conference that are lower ranking teams. And we're going to see where we think they will finish among each other. So in the East, we have the Pistons, Wizards, and Knicks. I've been preaching that I think the Wizards are going to have a better record than both of these teams. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Um, I disagree. I don't – I think the Wizards – I just – there's there's guys there. I don't want to make it sound like it's just a bunch of scrubs there. They're, they do have players there. I just – I think it's a collective unit of guys who have failed either as the first option, the second option, or as the third option. And that goes for Bradley Beal. Hasn't really shown you That's much. That's a little as the harsh on Bradley Beal. That's a little harsh. What has he shown you as a first option? What has he done? He hasn't had that much time, first and foremost. And when he was with what? John Wall, he's I been there for him. like 10 years. He wasn't the first option. John Wall was. Okay. That's why I'm asking. What has he shown you as a first option? You said first or second option. I said first option. I'm I'm okay. Now I'll talk about the guys who have failed as second options. Christoph Porzingis. Oh, okay. All right. Yes. I Let misheard you. I misheard you. Come on, man. Uh, so yeah, uh, Bradley Beal just hasn't shown me much as a first option. I haven't seen enough to be like, all right, yeah, Bradley Beal led team. I'm on board with that. Second options who has failed. Christoph Porzingis. He was supposed to be the guy to come in for Luca, and they were supposed to be the next dynamic duel. Didn't pan out. Third options. Me and Julio both know that that championship run. Who was supposed to be that third option? Kyle Kuzma. Y'all said that. No, a lot of people. A lot of people said that. Adam, did you think that? Because you're not a Lakers fan. Did you think that that? team as a third option on that team? Who was supposed to be? I would think he was supposed to be. He wasn't. But no, not at all. I'm talking about projecting into that season. Who was it supposed to be? I don't think y'all needed necessarily one because I just saw a team of collective role players. I didn't. I don't necessarily think we needed one, but I think he should. He it was right there for the taking. He could have been the third best player on a championship team, and he was not. Okay, I mean, that's not something worth arguing about. I was just pointing that out. No, yeah, but that's my that's my issue with the Wizards. And I'm again, I'm not saying these guys are bad. They can play. I just don't believe in them. Some, I think. The Knicks will be the best out of these three teams. I really like the Jalen Brunson pickup personally. I think they did have a bad year. I think RJ gets better. He's been getting better mostly every year. I don't know. I don't see any reason for regression or him staying stagnant. 
Julius Randle, two years removed from an all-NBA year, even this past season, it was a very good year for him. I do like the young players there, Quinn Grimes, Emmanuel Quickly. I do like the pieces they have, Obi Toppin. So I do think they'll be the best team out of this bunch. Uh, and then falling behind them, I do – I'm. it's apparently unpopular these days, but I really love what Detroit has done with this young core. And I know you don't think they'll win more than 25 games, but I think they're definitely poised for a slight takeoff. And I, I definitely think they're going to be like the 35-win range. 35 wins? They won 25 I, last year. Like. I think I think so, too. Are we doing this? Ahead, as a, Go ahead. Are we doing this one as a list? Uh, well, I mean, just like can. just like yeah, look at the not. look at the look at the East teams. Who you think will be like ranked higher, and then like we have well, three West teams. I agree with you with the Knicks. I think the Knicks will be the one on top out of all these teams, and then following, I would go Thunder, and then Detroit. But um, the Wizards. Well, just the East. Just do the East teams, and then we'll do yeah. the West separate. Okay, so. So the Knicks, Wizards, and Pistons. And Pistons. Knicks, Pistons, Wizards, last. Same as me. Yeah. It's just I can't defend Bradley Beal and Christoph Porzingis, but I do think they're going to have a better overall record. They have a very solid team over there. And Porzingis, like you said, it. being the second option failing, that wasn't really his fault, man. Luka did not learn to play well with him. Didn't even they didn't use him properly. I'm hearing a lot of excuses for these guys and not a lot of results. I mean, I don't need to make it. I'm not a Christoph Porzingis fan. I'm just saying, like, we haven't really I'm got telling to you see it didn't him work. Healthy You're giving me with another star. I'm just telling you it didn't work. They gave I know him the it boot. didn't work, but Joe, you put the blame on him. It's not his fault. He was I'm wide open and passing the ball. I'm just evaluating him as a player. Like, I, he tried being the dude in New York, didn't work out. Okay, go be the second option in Dallas. Didn't work out. Got him up out of there. Okay, now there's like zero expectations for you over in Washington. Maybe it'll work out, but I I wouldn't bet on it. I mean, you just gave me two bad situations. Who's done anything in New York? Melo did the bare minimum. And then, like I said, for me, in my opinion, in Dallas, they didn't use I mean, him correctly. Made the playoffs they last year. It's something, something that he wasn't ever able to do over there. They did make the playoffs before, but they didn't do nothing. Not with Kristaps. Same with Dallas. They didn't do anything. Yet. I'm talking about Knicks and Dallas. Okay, I'm saying that Knicks did abs- they did something without Kristaps more than they did with with him. All right. Well, here, uh, Juan's here. So let me admit <coughs> him in. Hey, what's going on, Juan? Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear y'all. What's up? All right. So, Jason, catch him up on what we're talking about right now. Um. Yeah, Juan, I know you're not too into, like, the basketball world, but would you be able to, like, give your take on – um, whose teams will be well, which teams will finish among each other in the NBA standings? Uh, we're going like three East teams and three West teams are kind of like lower rankings. You got the Pistons, Wizards, Knicks, and then Rockets, Thunder, and Kings. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I guess I can. Um, doing the East right now. If you want to start with the East, yeah, we're doing yeah, the so East. Pistons, Wizards, and Knicks. In order, if I'm gonna just throw it up, yeah, in order, yeah, yeah. yeah, probably Knicks, Wizards, and then Pistons. Okay, that's all. Respect that. I was gonna tell Rudy that I could, inter- I could see them winning a couple more games, also. 
Wait, but Rudy, were you on me and Julio's side? Like, or I guess Juan's too. Like Knicks at the top, and then Wizards. Or are you going Wizards first? <sighs> Knicks was such a disappointment. I don't like Tom Thibodeau. I don't think the Jalen Brunson thing is all that great. I mean, it's they have a good. better all around team though. They still got Julius, RJ. I don't, I don't know that man. I, I really don't Wizards. know that. They got Bradley Beal. They got a perennial no, all star over there. Yeah. The only reason I'm low on the Pistons this year, I love them. Like, I love their team. But it's a bunch of young guys getting used to playing in the NBA. Cade's great, obviously. But I think maybe they'll have 29 wins, and the Wizards might have, like, 31 wins. Like That's, that's not a huge thing for me. The thing for me that puts the Pistons over is what you said, Cade Cunningham. I do believe in him as a number one option. Is Cade Cunningham better than Bradley Beal right now? No. No. He's not. But I do, I do believe he can end up – higher than him and an NBA ranking obviously not anytime soon but next couple yeah, years definitely. I don't see why not I can even see him honestly being more impactful in one year than yeah. Bradley Beal maybe not scoring more but being more impactful for his team yeah because he's running the whole show right? I mean that's no, true I, think, uh, I don't think I threw mine in but uh surprisingly I actually had the Pistons at the top of the list for the Eastern Conference um and it's like you guys said, it's Cade. And, I mean, he's phenomenal. They got the best player in the draft last year. And I also just, like Rudy was saying, I don't feel great about the other teams. Well, he, I mean, he feels great about the Wizards. I don't think the Brunson pickup was anything. I don't I don't think we're – I think it's just going to be a, another bad Knicks deal in a couple years from now. Um, I, and it, it, it sucks because, you know, I'm a Hornets fan. We're fighting for those spots at the bottom, but I think the Pistons are going to make that jump and become a play-in team, become a 9, 10 seed, 8 seed even, you know. And, I mean, they've got the guys. They've got Cade Cunningham. They've got – I mean, they got Cade. They got uh, Killian Hayes, Sadiq Bay, and they got the guy that we had and we decided to give up in Jalen Duran, who might be the – probably going to be the best big man out of this draft, which is what most people have been saying. I think they have more so than that. I just don't feel great about the other two teams. Yeah, turn your, turn your mic down a little bit or like your volume down a little bit. Okay. I mean, his mic sounds fine. It's just randomly goes crazy. Yeah, I don't know what the, I, don't, I don't know what it is. I was just trying to come up with a quick solution. But yeah, I, I, I agree with about the Pistons, like young core. Even you, just don't, you just don't think they're there yet, basically. No, yeah, they're not there yet. And like, if any of these teams were to make the playoffs, it's going to be the Wizards, bro. Just nah. Me. It's going to be the Knicks, in my opinion, or the Pistons. Yeah. Ooh, I, I think Knicks. I, I know y'all aren't too big on the Brunson move, but, I mean, at the end of the day, he is around, like, the 17th highest paid point guard. That's about where he is. Like, yeah, but he's just thinking. He's going to take away from Art, the R.J. Barrett growth, which isn't already going to be that great. Like he's just, I mean, he's not, he don't, They don't play the same position, so I don't know. Because he's just going to be taking all the shots. So he, he didn't have to take all the shots. shots. He wants to score. When he got in there, to, for, to like, like, like he just said, to cover for Luka, he was doing all the scoring. At some points, he would, he, like would, he would he would start with Luca. Like It wasn't like it was Brunson off the bench always. He would start with Luca. But I mean, that's kind of his responsibility because if Luke is not on the court, I mean, you got Denwitty, you got Brunson being the ball handler, in my opinion. So somebody's got to do something. Exactly. And yeah. I do, I don't think that Randall fits good there. Like they might trade him, 
But you look at like Evan Fournier, he's super inconsistent. And Tom Timmons is going to run all these guys into the ground. Jalen runs the cone. Who? And that's my quickly. But he's, he's not, not going to play now. Oh no! He's unless still you play, play unless you played sure. on the 2012 Bulls, Tom Timmons not going to play you, bro. Nah, he's gonna he's gonna get his minutes. If not, he's gonna get out of there. He's got the talent to be playing. Hey, tell Tom Thibodeau, man, because I've seen him not get enough minutes. He You're should get using more. Using your personal bias against Tom Thibodeau. It's not yeah. personal bias. Like he, <laughs> how many guys have we seen their careers get ruined? Derrick Rose, Yao Ming. Derrick Rose's career was already over. Bro. Yao, Ming Yao Ming's career fragile. was already over too. What do you mean? That was because he was playing in a game that he didn't need to be playing in, and he tore Derrick his ACL. Rose is valid, yes, but I'm not giving you Yao Ming. That was bro, he was the assistant coach fault. that worked with Yao Ming in Houston, and they were running him into the ground. So why is it the assistant coach's fault in because he was directly the guy the... that was working with Yao Ming? But why is it his fault then in Chicago? Why isn't it the assistant fault coach in Chicago? Well, that has ass- nothing to do with anything. I'm you just said t- he was an assistant coach in I'm Houston. giving you the history of Tom Thibodeau and the players that he's worked with. Okay, I'm not – you're just putting that all – I'll give you Derrick Rose. I can't give you Yao Ming, though. There was somebody else that was coached by Tom Thibodeau that had a major injury. I can't remember the name, though. One quick question. My thing with the Knicks, um, <clears throat> obviously it seems like y'all think Jalen Brunson's a middle-of-the-pack guy. Um but like they've been needing a point guard, and he's definitely an upgrade over what they've had. Oh yes, yeah. like he is way better than a washed up Derrick Rose. And my other thing is, is like looking back, like NBA bubble to now, like I thought Brunson was mids, and like every time he's gotten the opportunity, like he's he's gotten better. Yeah, I've only seen improvement for him the last couple of years. I think, and again, I I don't think it was an overpay. If you literally like rank the salaries among starting point guard, he falls around 17. He's right around there. Like, you think, it was, he got what he was worth. Yeah, if you think he's a straight shooter too, you can throw Emmanuel at the PG. He's a great PG too. If you think he's just going to be chucking up shots, then let quickly run the point guard position. They got options over there. I think they're young too. Make a move. Like I think if the Knicks are going to be good, they gotta. I, I know the rumors are out right now that they're a big interest with Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell might be interested in them. I feel like they got to pull the trigger on that if they want to really compete yeah. in a good team. Well, that makes them like a playoff lock. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. But I don't think the roster they have right now. I just don't like these guys. These guys are inconsistent or unproven and just don't. As a combination of both, and they, I just don't see it with them. We kind of got lightning in a bottle one year with Julius Randle, and it just hasn't been that since. That's true. It's very true. All right, I'm so Randle hater. He was like two of seventeen in the playoffs. He was pretty high. Yeah, that, yeah, it was it was, was bad. He's a shot taker, not yeah. Brunson. Well, they got two now. I think he is. They got two now. Shall see. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the West teams. We got the Rockets, Thunder, and Kings. I think I don't know. This to somebody else go because I was struggling with this one. Oh, that one's easy. Thunder. It's not easy. easy, bro. Thunder at the top. Yeah, at the thunder. top. Yeah, Thunder, thunder easy. Top, like, easily. They're gonna have more wins than the Kings. Yeah. Yeah. No. Definitely, Thunder. It's it's an easy one. Yeah. It's thunder, Kings, Rockets. No question. Thunder have the best player out of those three teams. Like. Easily, 
and a great mm, core. Yeah, they probably have the, the best core, player you know? for sure. They easily have the best player. Um, that isn't a quite like yeah, close to the second best player. I, I guess maybe it depends on where you put like Deer and Fox or somebody like that. But Fox and Sabonis is what they got over there. They which is they Fox, Keegan, Fox, Fox Sabonis, Barnes. They just picked up Malik Monk. They have uh, they signed somebody. Else. Yeah, they got Herder. They have uh their their center is I can never, I always forget his name. Rashawn Holmes. 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 Yeah, Rashawn Holmes is nice. Yeah, they got a squad. I don't, I don't think it's, it's I don't it's think it's just hands Kings. down. Oh yeah, I'm I'm I think I'm with Rudy on this one. I think I'm going Kings Thunder Rockets. If any of these teams make the playoffs, it'll be the Kings. But getting in through the plan, they'll be like a ten seed. I don't think any of these teams get in though. I'm just saying if they do, it'll be like yeah, via yeah. like ten seed. Yeah, I could see the Thunder doing ten seed. No, playing. I don't see that. I they I, just I, play I so them. well collectively too, compared to these other teams. Like mm-hmm. the Rockets, they look like they're gonna need to work on chemistry for at least another year. Like how you can were you saying, say that about us, but not say that about OKC? Yeah, I was gonna say, how can you just say that about OKC? Because Josh Giddy is such a great facilitator, and they've already been working with the same court, and all they did was add Chet. Like mm-hmm. they already got the same core, but the Rockets haven't really been able to get that team chemistry and find that true point guard that works for them. That's why I think it's gonna be faster for the OKC than it is for the Rockets. And, and well, at least we go ahead. It just goes back to Shea too. Like they're the only team that has a star player. They're the only team that has a true leader, a guy that could maybe even be a number one in the league that we look at right now. Yeah, like star potential. Maybe Jalen Green can be a number one. The the question on that is way out right now, obviously. But this is a guy that he's probably going to be a number one player for a team. Right. And you need that. You really do need that to be a playoff team. You need a number one guy. And I don't think the Kings also have need veterans, and they don't have any. All uh, their players are like two-year yes. players, bro. None of these teams really have veterans. You know? I think you need a veteran. Like, if we hold on to Eric Gordon, like, he's going to be a good veteran for the guys to learn from. You think that he he's going to take us to the playoffs. Why are you rolling your eyes, bro? Oh he's a good God. player. Do you think that he would have lost less games if Udonis Haslam wasn't there without their bet? Bro, you're bringing up the Heat. They're a contender. I know, but I'm bringing up the value of a vet, and they actually value him. He's probably the most valued vet in the league. He's still Uh, getting I would say P.J. Tucker is because he actually plays. No. He's still getting contracts. Yeah, Iggy don't even play. To still be getting contracts and not even be playing, I think that's a really high-valued vet. But what's he getting paid, More. like a million dollars? I mean, yeah, you know what? You might be right if you're talking about value that you're getting for him. Yeah. I guess he's really helping. So. Rudy, Rudy, so are, you, are you going Kings, Rockets, Thunder? I'm definitely going Kings first. Rockets, Thunder are going to be right there, bro. I, I, I'm, I, mean, I got to be a hometown guy. I made him go with my it's team, like, man. Uh, yeah. No bias okay. over here. Especially yeah. if it's just like off just of one game. Just no, I know, but I'm just saying, what if it's just like off one or two games? Like, come on. Not that crazy. I don't think it's gonna be that close. I see like a six, seven game gap. So does that make the Rockets the worst team in the West again, Julio? Hmm. Yes. Mm, I don't know about that. 
Depend honestly, I don't even. I'm looking at it right now. None of these teams are making the playoffs. We're talking about yeah, in the Western that's Conference. What I, was saying. I could see, I see, man. No, out of last year, out of last year, out of the top ten, only team that's fallen out in my eyes is San Antonio. But the Pelicans and the Timberwolves are better than all three teams that we're talking about right now. Yeah, the Spurs are going to have the worst record in the league, at least in the West. I could see OKC getting that tenth seed, but obviously they would have to upset somebody pretty good. To I don't, to I don't see OKC being better than New Orleans or Minnesota. Because yeah, realistically, guy. like teams you could see dropping out the West playoff wise is like Boston, yeah. San Antonio, and depending on how hard you think Utah, Utah. fall off. Yeah, yeah, Utah trades Donovan for sure. You know what else? Sam Presti don't want them to make the playoffs, bro. He wants to keep all those picks. That's another reason why I want I went with Kings over OKC. I don't know if that's generally if that's what they want to do is make the playoffs. Honestly, they want to keep getting these players, yeah. man. Yeah, that's my thing. How long are they? He got. He got. He got a vision, man. He got a vision. I don't think losing in the play-in or making the play-in getting swept in the first round is going to help that out. Yeah, yeah. but the playoff experience is important, and he's getting close to finishing that rebuild. So. Who knows what? Who knows exactly what his vision is? He might be content with a playoff spot this year. Who knows? That would be cool, but like you said, for him, and they're just maybe going to one more year, getting one more big guy like that, it might not be worth it, especially if they can get another number one or two pick. Yeah, I think they can still get it with those picks. Without, yeah, they might be able to. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to the next topic. We're gonna rank these players. And I'm going to name them in the order that I have them ranked. Okay. So just 10 guys that are similar roles and um, like positions. So, number one, I got Matt Tyrese Maxey. Number two, I have DeJounte Murray. Number three, Jordan Poole. Four, De'Aaron Fox. Five, Alonzo uh, Ball. Six, Cade Cunningham. Seven, Halliburton. Eight Bane, nine Jalen Green, and ten Tyler Hero. You put Green over Hero? Yeah, hell yeah. All right. Yeah. It's easy. <laughs> Why are you laughing, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants That's to go next? Wild. Six man. All right, I, I can go next. All right, go ahead. All right, the ones. Wait, we're going ten to one or one to ten? One to I ten. went one to ten. Yeah. yeah okay. One, I got DeJounte Murray. Two, Tyrese Maxey. Three, De'Aaron Fox. Four, Tyrese Halliburton. Five, Tyler Hero. Six, Cade Cunningham. Seven, Lonzo Ball. Eight, Jordan Poole. Nine, Desmond Bain. And ten, Jalen Green. You got, what's his name, pretty high, Hero. Hero's sixth man of the year. <clears throat> I think he's better than K- – I love Cade, but I think right now he's a little better than Cade, Lonzo, Jordan Poole, and Desmond Bannon. Next season, I take Cade over him. I was, I'll just say that one. I, won't... I think I think Cade will surpass him next season also, but as of right now, I, I got to take him off that sixth man of the year. He was balling. He was in the playoffs too. In the playoffs? No, like he made the playoffs too. He was part of that run okay. with that team. Let me hear your list, Adam. Yeah, go ahead, Adam. 
right. I'm going to start number one, DeJounte Murray. Number two, Cade Cunningham. Three, De'Aaron Fox. Four, Jordan Poole. Five, Tyrese Maxey. Six, Hero. Seven, Jalen Green. Eight, Lonzo Ball. Nine, Tyrese Halliburton. And ten, Desmond Bain. Why is Maxey at five? Because there's four guys better than him. Uh, Where do you have Maxey? Two. Two? Yeah, bro. Maxey's definitely top three for me. I had him one. Jason, you He's love Maxi. Were you? Would you have an issue I with think, that? I think Pool was kind of high on that Pool one, actually. Was, yeah, I did have Pool pretty high, but I mean, he was—you know—he contributed on the championship team. I mean, he had a lot of success over there. Of course, I mean, he had fantastic players to play with, so that helps. But so did a lot of, or so did Hero, so did Maxi. You know, they had very great positions to be in. The the blasphemy. We we are we going to discuss it later, or do we want to just everybody say their list and then discuss? Oh, or do you want me to go and say, okay, the blasphemy is that somebody didn't put DeJounte Murray at number one. Like, to me, that, like, the fact that DeJounte oh, Murray is even better, what do you mean? The fact that DeJounte Not Murray better. is included in a list. Jason, I need to hear your list right now, Jason, please. All right, yeah. Let's finish the list. All right. <clears throat> number one, DeJounte Murray. Oh, what is it? Number two, Tyrese Maxey. Three, Cade Cunningham. <clears throat> four Jordan Poole, five, <clears throat> excuse me, Tyler Hero, six, De'Aaron Fox, seven, Jalen Green, eight, Tyrese Halliburton, nine, Lonzo Ball, ten, Desmond Bain. I think both of you guys had Jalen Green too high. How is he better than Tyrese Halliburton? I didn't have I had him at nine. It's potential. Uh, it was Adam yeah, potential, yeah. I think he will. I have, I have, I have, I have really, I have really high hopes. Tyrese is yeah. young as hell too. He's only going to get better. Oh, I have to say the same thing for Jalen Green. Jalen can't even buy alcohol yet. <laughs> Tyrese, I don't know how old Tyrese is. He's probably like only two years older or something. Yeah, yeah. he's I been don't, in I the don't... league longer. He's been able to show you the more. I just think Jalen Green will be better. Yeah, twenty two. I I did my list as of right now. I guess not as of going into next season. Yeah, so that's respectable. There's no issue with that. <clears throat> but my issue is like I don't understand. Like Tyrese Maxey is he's a better two way player than Dejounte Murray. Well, like if you're really talking, that, bro. What? He's not. Yes, he is, bro. In terms of two ways, you do not want to go that route. And you, yeah, looked, you looked at us all gonna, crazy when we said Dejounte, like he's not the only All Star on this list. Like, what? if you were going to go one one route, it would have definitely been the opposite as an offensive score. Yeah, not two ways. Clears him there. Offensively, yeah, you could say he's clears, better offensively. But clears when Maxi is a good defensive DeJounte player. Clears him. But DeJounte can facilitate, too. It's not just scoring on offense. Like, DeJounte can lead an offense. Tyrese Maxey can't lead an offense. I mean, <laughs> when the opportunity came, he was pretty damn good. They were a number one seed. Yeah, he had Joel Embiid with him, but he was doing a fine job. He also had your guy, like the, the guy that you had. Pre-Harden. Talking about pre-Harden. I was saying that. He don't listen to me. <laughs> 
I mean, we need to argue on the show. The the defense. We've had so many Tyrese Maxey, Nikola Jokic, and Joel Embiid arguments, and I brought up Tyrese Maxey every time. I know, and I've been watching more of the film. I start. I was watching film like the last two days. So I put. So I put you on. Is what you're telling me. I put you. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Mm -hmm. All right, did you make a list? What you got? Me? Yeah, Yeah. Did you make a list? Yeah, I can go. I have a quick question, though. I think it was uh, – who went first? Julio, and I think someone else did it. Um, it was Rudy and then Rudy. Rudy went first. Yeah. Uh, Rudy and then – I think it was both of y'all who had it, though. Um, like Jason knows, Adam knows. I'm not the biggest basketball guy. Mm-hmm. My only question is, is how do y'all have a guy like Poole or Hero, who obviously, like y'all said, Hero, he's a great six man. He's pretty good. Uh, Poole, Poole has been kind of like a better – uh, Brunson maybe just showing out without star- with stars around him. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. I personally would put Fox above both of those guys, just given the I fact that – I had Fox over them. I think everybody had Fox really low also. Yeah. Everybody forgets I, about the Kings. Fox is a dog. Oh, no, he's yeah. phenomenal. He just yeah. isn't yeah. a terrible I team. So if so Fox that's, that's one of these guys. It's motor I for me. I think it was Rudy. I think it was Rudy then. It's 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 motor for me, man. Like hopefully with Mike Brown as his coach, he can be better locking defensively. Yeah. But that's why I'm low. Fox right, shows you a lot in spurts. It's just I need to yeah. see like full season of it. But man, he, like when, he's, when he's when he's right, he's really right. Yeah, yeah, I got you. He has been a ceiling four type of a ceiling and four type of guy. I can understand that. All right, so let's um, hear your list. Yeah, I'm probably going to do the same thing. I'm probably going to put DeJounte Murray at one. I'm probably going to put Cunningham at two. It's really Give high. me Maxie at three. I'm going to put Fox at four. Poole at five. Give me Halliburton at six. Hmm. Probably Hero, Lonzo, Jalen, and then Desmond Bain. I feel like I could be wrong with Desmond Bain. Yeah, just I think a lot he was of last on everybody's list, right? So, uh, he wasn't yeah. last on mine. He's a better play, a player performer. Uh, Jalen Green's last on mine. Desmond Bain's my nine spot. Where was he on yours? I think I had him at eight. So I had uh, Bain, Green, and then Hero. Oh, wow. Okay. I, uh, at the bottom? Yeah, yeah, that's that's wild. He's capped out, man. He's capped out. He's capped, but even if he's capped out, he's still better than most of these guys right now, or a lot of these guys right now. Oh yeah, I mean, he's way also, better. Than we, Green. We're talking about, we're talking about hero because he a hero at ten. Hey, in the playoffs, you need a shooter. Who are you taking, Bane or Hero? Hero. hero. Y'all take, bro. Have y'all seen him in the playoffs? In the playoffs, I need someone who I can count on. I'm taking I'm Bain. saying like get a bucket or hit a jump shot. That's a, there's a big oh, difference. He, really he doesn't was, get buckets, you know, he just hits jump shots and threes. What do you, he get what? I mean he, he, he can he can fill the lane a little bit. He can, he but it's not something that I don't need him to do. I'm These aren't not his, his first playoff run either. Yeah, no, he's had phenomenal playoff performances. I mean, this year yeah. in the finals, off. he was pretty good. But the last few times that I've, I've seen just this last year, and he was playing oh, last year too. Last, last year too, he was pretty good. He was playing hurt. Hey, but you two years for Harden. We gotta use it for him too. I don't remember Hero being hurt in the playoffs. 
Hero was hurt all playoffs this year. This he barely year, he was he didn't even he was DNP on some games. Yeah, uh, towards the end. He well, was. I'm I think, he I think early play. early in the early series, I think he was okay. But yeah, yeah. In that, most Boston series, in that Boston series came around, he was hurt. Yeah, when he was playing. He was ass. He should. He was playing hurt. He like was, when Harden was playing, he was ass, and you said it's because he was hurt. When he was ass, he was ass. But then he also had that big game too. So I don't know what was going on. But we're not talking about Harden right now. So. I hear you. I hear you. You should have put Lamelo on here since Adam was here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I probably could have put him on there. And Jelly Green would have had to go. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I would have had Lamelo in there over Hero. Yeah, I feel like honestly, I feel like that's why I said I feel like I could have been wrong about Bane, but I felt like putting Lonzo at ten. But I felt like I would have got a lot of slander for that. He's a really good two way player, but I feel like Lonzo. With these group of guys, I feel like he, yeah. he Bro, feel like he's, he's just too old to be there. Yeah, Alonzo just seems out of place on this list. Like, yeah, yeah, he has yeah, no, the lowest ceiling of anybody on this list for sure. Because if only, if only he just Murray. had like a younger brother that was around these yeah. guys. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure Dejounte Murray was drafted before Alonzo Ball. Maybe. Yeah, Dejounte's yeah. not as young either, but yeah. So why yeah, Dejounte was also kind of out of place on this list. Like that's it's an yeah, old that's old that's kind of why Dejounte was number one for all of this. Yeah. He's already solidified. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just here to tell you that Maxi will be better, and if a fully healthy Lonzo is available, I'm taking him probably over Murray too because he's a better shooter. Like he said, two way player, passer. Why y'all looking at me like that? No, I'm not taking Lonzo over DeJounte. I'm not Murray. taking Lonzo. No, is he not a lockup guy? Better passer, sees the floor. Y'all, come, y'all forget what the hell does Lonzo look like? No, no, no. He can guard Lonzo multiple positions. Better. Murray can't do that. He's only guarding guards. Lonzo's only guarding guards, too. No, he's not. He's like six foot seven, bro. He can guard threes, too. How tall do you think DeJounte Murray is? Six two? He's six six. Yeah, he's like six foot five. Lonzo's six six, also. Yeah, they're six five, six six. Lonzo's got an inch, and Dejounte's got that reach though. He's way better defender than Lonzo. They're both really, really good defenders. Lonzo's been hurt a lot. Yeah, and if we're talking about shooting, he's better. Passing, just about the same. So shooting, he just got a little better from the three, but Dejounte could still drive in the lane better than him. And the playmaking, I'll give the edge to Lonzo. So it's not crazy. But it's really close. <clears throat> All right, y'all. So there was a list that dropped on, I believe, Get Up on the ESPN show. Um, they, it was a top 10 quarterback list, according to league executives, couches, scouts, and players. So a nice little collective list um, of quarterbacks in the league. Uh, I'll start from number 10 and I'll work my way up. At number 10, we got Mr. Dak Prescott. Number nine, Deshaun Watson. Eight, Russell Wilson. Seven, Justin Herbert. Six, Matthew Stafford. Five, Joe Burrow. Four, Tom Brady. Three, Josh Allen. Two, Patrick Mahomes. One, Aaron Rodgers. I will start with my guy, Juan, who I know was felt a little vindicated with this list, seeing his boy Dak Prescott in the top 10. Probably a little disappointed. He should have been a little higher. How are you feeling about your boy Dak making the list and obviously about the rest of the quarterbacks? Um, Y'all know me. I do think Dak deserves to be on the list. As long as he's top 10, to be honest, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to let the season play out. 
Um, the whole list in order, I don't like it. The majority of the guys there belong there. Um, Deshaun, I think that's probably a good – everybody can agree on. I think everybody would probably slide him out and probably put in Carr if I was changing it. But the whole list in general is pretty good. I wouldn't have Rodgers at one. And I probably wouldn't have Burrow as high as he is. I'd probably so, swap Burrow, put Burrow and Justin Herbert swap and get Rodgers out of one. Agreed with that. And are we just leaving off a unanimous MVP? Yeah. It's crazy, list? man. I, don't, I, I mean, was about to say. Lamar Jackson. Like, I was about to just... say. I would definitely have him over Dak and Deshaun. Um, I don't know about Deshaun, but definitely yeah, Deshaun, Dak. Yeah, Get Dak the hell out of here, bro. He ain't no top 10 quarterback, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's facts. I hate this list. Dude. This, is the, this is probably the worst list I've ever seen. I'm from ESPN. I mean, from made this eight list, and up, it's, it's the right players. It's just out of order. Yeah. Yes. I think it's too high. I think Burrow's way too high. Yeah, yeah. I don't even. Think, I think he should be down. I think, I think Herbert is better than Burrow. I'll take Herbert over Burrow. Like, I'll take Herbert over him. Yeah, I'll what? take Ross over him too. Honestly, so, I would probably no, take Ross. I'll probably take Stafford over him too. Like I did. Honestly, I probably would take Stafford. Also, he's oh, more yeah. confident. Uh, Gerald Burrow is too young to be right there. Well, I can't say that because Josh Allen. There, he's young too, but yeah, Joe Burrow is he's like older than Josh Allen, his old ass Joe Burrow. <laughs> Even if, you, if, if you're gonna say if you're gonna say Burrow's too young, then why do you have Herbert there? And I understand he's good and got stats and everything, but why are you gonna say Herbert? <laughs> That's there? why. What do you mean? I think Herbert is better. Not, I'm saying Joe Burrow's too young to be top five. I don't think he should be. Okay, I mean, yes. I don't agree with I that. that. It's, the, it's the ice, Chico. They never lie. Just watch Justin Herbert. Just watch what he can do on Sundays. Watch the throws he makes. Watch the stats he puts up. You can see it there. The wins have not came in, and I know. And I'd love to see more wins. I'm a Chargers fan. He he's right up there. I want to see more wins, but we, at, me as a Chargers fan and everybody in like our Chargers fan, we know we have our guy and the wins are going to come along. He finally has a good defense. We had a bottom three defense last year. Give him a defense and watch him cook. He's going to be a top five quarterback. I, I, in my opinion, he already is. He is. Apparently bro. they don't think so, but he's going to, he, he will quickly show the league that he is by like without question, a top five quarterback. There's no doubt, man. Like, why is Dak on this list? There's go no ahead, go ahead, Juan, because I think you're the only one here who, like, for sure, hey, look, Dak me, is tied to. At a Rudy, first of all, his name hasn't even been brought up. But please tell me what the hell Kyler Murray has done that Dak Prescott either can't do or hasn't done. First um, of all, they really haven't done anything. Dak Prescott has one playoff win. Yeah, Kyler Murray stunk, stunk it up in the playoffs. But if, when I look at, give him the eye test. I can do more with Kyler Murray. He's more dynamic. Can throw the ball a little Kyler. bit better. Okay, but like he can here's extend my thing, the like, play. Dak doesn't even do that anymore. We're talking about right now. I don't need to talk about all the past. I'm talking about right now. Kyler's better, and so is I mean, Lamar okay, Jackson. So you're you're going to say Dak doesn't extend the play. Dak calf injury before calf injury. Dak was a different quarterback than what he was after calf injury. I mean, Kyler was. Go ahead. My bad. My Dak bad. Go was ahead. The, Dak last year, statistically, probably a top five quarterback. You look at the stats. You take away any team stats, any wins, losses. You look at the stats. 
quarterbacks you compare him to everyone else, he's probably a top five statistical quarterback. Um, he was the only – let me make sure about this. Him and Rodgers, I'm pretty sure, were the only ones that had a certain touchdown to interception ratio last year. Um, I don't know. He did have his I, career I, uh, high touchdown passes, which I love to see. Back last year? Yeah, which I love to see. I'm not hating him. He's the quarterback for my team. I want to see him be a top 10, but I can't realistically spit blasphemy and say he's top 10. Like, he's the Dallas fans arguing. I love it. He's 12 or see, 13. Just my thing. It's, it's the Their car is better than him. That's, the whole quarterback like, like right argument is, to me is controversial because like if you're gonna bring up you're gonna bring up team stuff like you're gonna have a lot of quarterbacks over Dak because of team success. But if you're gonna that's not necessarily true. You're gonna put Russ instantly over him because Russ has a ring. You're gonna put Rodgers over better. him. Russ is just, yeah significantly He's better. Way better. He's like top six. Tier, yeah. We're gonna all that. Um, Stafford, I will give because he he got put into a proper situation. We all know he was in Detroit for a century and got out of there and did something with it. So that's one person I won't allow. Like, if someone wants to hype up Stafford, like, that's cool. Um, I won't ever hype up Stafford, but what Dak has shown me is that when the moments come, he doesn't show up. And that's what annoys me more than anything about him. It's like we have oh, yeah. everything for him to do that, and he doesn't do it. He's a great quarterback and puts up crazy numbers when he's either like down by 20 or up by 20. And he just dominates his division each year. And that's that's what Dak is doing. I can literally say the same thing for Aaron Rodgers. And if you take out the only year he's had a great defensive player, like he hasn't gone anywhere. And if you really want to look into it, like a multiple time MVP. What has he done afterwards to it? What does he follow down with it? Same thing Dak has losing a Jimmy G back-to-back years. What you literally just said was, like, the one year Aaron Rodgers had a good defense, he did something. The other years he didn't have a good defense, he didn't do something as a team. Like, I, But I, I know, think- and that's the same thing. But that's the same shit for Dak. He's oh. never had a good defense. It's true. It's he had a good defense last year. had a great defense last year. I mean, yeah, he had a great defense last year. But, I mean, if you have your OC calling Terrence Steele and Connor McGovern out of the – Flats as a fullback, five-yard curl routes. Like, I don't know. Just, there's a lot of things that you can go about with Dak, but, like, that's my thing. If you just look at statistical things, you don't bring up any quarterbacks, team accomplishments, uh, win stats. Like, I, I don't think you can have Dak not inside your top ten. And, like, that's my thing. Last year, his offseason, he didn't. His offseason was rehabbing, and then he got through another injury and still had a top five, arguably – top 10, whatever you want to say, statistical quarterback season. And I won't argue with you, but that's what I'm saying. He's just outside of it. I have to put some of these other guys in there. Jason, what, no. what, what are you thinking? Um, I I agree. When I did my quarterback rankings, like I had um, guys in there, like in the top 10, like again, you have – I think he's the only one on this list that was a unanimous MVP. I don't know how you leave Lamar Jackson out. Like he has to be on this list. I do think he is 10. I don't, I wouldn't have him over to Sean. Um, just cause all the other guys who would be ahead of him far are far superior passers. So that's why I have to take into account. Cause at the end of the day, they are quarterbacks. And I do realize that Lamar's best aspect is a great skill to have which is why I do have him in the top 10, but until I see it 
more consistently throughout a regular season. Unfortunately, he did get hurt last season, so hopefully he, come back, he comes back healthy. Um, I would have him in the top 10, which would knock Dak up out of there. Like, yeah, I kind of agree with what you said about Kyler Murray. And, yes, I mean, he's kind of got similar issues with injuries, and he kind of wavers on towards the end of the season. But you can do more with a guy like him. Completion percent every year. He shows you a lot as a passer, even with his small stature. I think he just does a lot as a quarterback. And I would put him over Dak. And I think I would disagree with you about Derek Carr. I do think they're like, I think they're about the same quarterback, honestly. I would lean towards Dak more. Um, but I, I, I'm still, I think Dak is just outside that top. 10 like around that 12 range with potential to be a top 10 guy on good seasons he can sneak in like that tail end of the top 10 but i just don't think he's that like oh yeah he's for sure a top 10 i know you make that case for sure like oh yeah look at his stats because i you you could do that a lot with cowboy games this past season and very many cowboy seasons in previous years like you just go back and look at the box score and see what Dak prescott did oh he put up 352 and three touchdowns like man he did his thing like okay well they were did you know they were down 24 at one point and then they had to go past happy starts accumulating those yards I feel like I it's just a common theme when it comes to the Cowboys we saw it in their last game against San Francisco they look flat as hell for a whole half come out in second half Jimmy G does what he does he gives them a chance and all of a sudden Dex in warrior mode he's fighting back putting up these great stats and I'm sure at the end of the game I don't know what his stat line was but it probably looked like Dak had a good game but I don't think he did and I think that's a lot of that's what happens with Dak Prescott a lot of times and until I can see that consistency with him I'm just not making him a shoe in for the top 10. You know he was like pressured 25 times and sacked like five six times in that game right? I also know he's had a great old line most of his career. So this was what the first almost, year he didn't have yeah, almost 25, all of his career. 25. That's a lot. It is. That's no, a lot. He started his career playing behind an O line that was considered like maybe one of the greatest of all time. And he's always had good receivers. He's had a guy that has was a good running back, not really a good running back anymore. But of course, you still think he's a very good running back as well. Isn't it y'all and the Chiefs that lead the league in pro bowlers in the last 10 years? It's not like there hasn't been help there. Like He's had a lot of help. He's, he was drafted into a fantastic situation. Definitely, man. And I would give Derek Carr the edge. But like I said, I have issues with this list all over. But like Josh Allen should be first. And then I would no. put who, who? Who said that? What? You are not putting Josh. You are not putting. I know. Josh I really didn't hear one. who said it. Somebody said no. No, nah, that that was me. I mean, he's the most it's talented, gone. most elite quarterback Mahomes. I would take Mahomes at one. I got Mahomes for Allen, but I'd flip the two of them. It's like a even one going, even even going into next year with a lesser uh, offensive unit. I I don't care about that stuff. I'm not. I'm ranking the quarterbacks as how good they are. I don't. I'm taking out how great their weapons are. I'm taking out how great they're all. Well, no, I'm saying that. I mean, how's that? That that could that could affect their production. Yeah, that takes into account. That's something you gotta take into account. Maybe it's not the end all be all, but if you're at the end of the day with like the top two, you're kind of splitting hairs. Like that's something that's like it's like Herbert and Burrow though. Like Burrow could put up better numbers, but like 
it's because he has significantly greater leverage. But he doesn't, though. He doesn't put up better. Yeah, and I think that ever. gap is way bigger. I'm a good. I'm okay with the Mahomes and Herbert right there, but Burrow and I mean with Mahomes and Allen, but Herbert and Burrow are like at least four or five spots away from each other. For what me, what you think, Julio? Uh, you had uh, Julio. You have Rogers one. Is Rogers one for you? No, nah, I would say Josh um, Allen. Then Mahomes, Rogers, Mahomes, and that's because he's losing Tyreek. <clears throat> Yeah, he's got Dang. Juju and so nobody here is calling is agreeing with Rogers at one, the back to back MVP. Nah, it's been multiple first round playoff exits. Like he hasn't done anything in a while. And I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna discredit Mahomes, you gotta discredit Rogers for losing Adams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Rogers ain't got question. shit compared to what Mahomes That's has true. now. Yeah, I had Josh Allen and I discredited Mahomes, so yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, him. I'll say this: I will be thoroughly impressed if Rogers can do something special. If Rogers this can season. do another MVP season, Jason knows I hate Aaron Rodgers. If he can do yeah. MVP this season, then I'll give it to him. But I don't. Yeah. yeah. Show me something. That's that's a cupcake division, <laughs> in my opinion, as Adam will say. What's that? Oh, no. He's got the worst receiving core in the NFL this year. It's. Yeah, it's Which I think he probably will. This shit was loud as hell again. <laughs> Say it again. I'm going to cut it out. I'll cut it out. I said, I was saying the Packers definitely have the worst receiving core in the NFL this year. So if Rodgers does it again, that's phenomenal. Yeah, I'm trying to see who his number one uh, receiver was now. I can't remember his name. That's yeah, Lazard. That's yeah. bad. That's bad that yeah, we don't even terrible. know his name. We can't even on that team. Like that's right. probably best. Like passing weapons, probably Robert Tunyon. Like yeah, like they're hoping Christian Watson's legit. Like they have to hope he's legit. He'll have some no name getting twelve hundred yards or something like that next year. We're gonna need the run game with Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. But, that, but that's the thing. That is that is Lafleur, in my opinion. That is his strong suit. He does love to run the ball and do play action. So it still could be easy for Rodgers. It just depends on how good the defense he's coming up against, in my opinion. Yeah, I probably, they're going to run the ball and do play action all next year. That's all they're going to yeah, do. Yeah, I It'll think so. Right. Too. I think the run game is going to be their go-to versus versus decent teams. But if they come up against the Rams, like yeah, you're going to have to pass the ball. Yeah, facts. So they're going to blitz. Uh, somebody said something about Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's closer to, to top five for me than he is wherever he's ranked here. Eight. Pretty low for him. How he comes out. Like, I, I feel like there was a little bit of concern for him after coming off the injury. I mean, if he's pre-injury Russell Wilson, yeah, he's a top five quarterback easily. What about Tom Brady? We haven't really talked about Tom Brady. I think he should be low. I know he's the go, definitely the go, undisputed. But you guys still think he's going to be producing exactly the same? I mean, it's he has a stacked team. That's why. But as long as Tom Brady is playing, he is. I don't see any reason for him to fall off. They are going to support him, or they're going to give him a great line. They're going to give him weapons. He's going to have a solid running game. He still puts up numbers. He was. You could have made the case that he was even the MVP last season. He it only got better. They picked up Russell Gage, which was a great pickup. I think they're gonna not have Godwin early on because he did get hurt, but Mike Evans is still there. You still have yeah. Leonard Fournette. Granted, he lost Gronk, but Cameron Braid is serviceable. 
Again, they lost like multiple O linemen, but then they replaced him with dudes like that goes Shaq more Mason. Towards, like his team, though the dude that team is. But he's sad. he's still putting up five thousand and oh, yeah. thirty plus touchdowns. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he absolutely about deserves Leonard to be. He, he absolutely deserves to be in, in the top five for me. Like Lily, yeah. if you look at this Tampa Bay roster, in my opinion, it's a better offense that the majority of his years in New England. He's got the similar pass no, protection. You're not, it, you're not wrong at all. And the defense isn't even bad either. Like, it's, uh, it's that. Defense is not bad. Defense is pretty good, man. And then it's not, it's not bad. It's definitely not like is, a terrible defense. Well, no, but the defense is good. They lost Whitehead, and their Super Bowl success was because of Sue and JPP. Barrett, too. Yeah. But Sue and JPP are becoming non-existent, and Sue's gone, so. Yeah, Weren't I think they their even... offense will be more balanced this this season with Bruce Arians gone. He had him nah. chunking the ball way way too much, and if he uses yeah. Leonard Fournette correctly, man, he, like I said, he's gonna be top ten. I like I like the balance they have over there. We still got left, which. All right. So, any other disputes with this list before we move on? Nah. Just yeah, Deshaun Watson. I, yeah, we all agreed he shouldn't even be on the list. Hey, dude hasn't played in two years. Don't put him in the top ten. I had him top yeah, five a couple a like, couple months yeah. ago. Yeah, I told you too. Quarterback, it, it just depends on if he plays or not. Yeah, if we're talking town, I'm the, not talking about and we already know he's definitely not playing for a year minimum, so that's a uh, three years. I don't know, yeah, recent reports are like he could it's a good possibility that he gets about six to eight games. It's ridiculous. Even, even if six to eight games, he's not I doubt he's going to come back in, you know, slinging it the first few weeks. It's going to be slow and, and shaky, not playing NFL ball in two years. Yeah. He did look and like that in a minicamp. Yeah, his his practice, which I'd never like to put too much on practice uh, footage, but he was looking bad at some of them throws oh. he was making. Yeah, I think, yeah he's, he's, I think he's dealing with all this stuff, and I'm not riding for him or saying he's innocent or anything, but if he if he's yeah, able to clear it and play, put that stuff behind him, I think he'll be better. How long was Vic gone when he came back and was just phenomenal? What, two years? That was like oh five, oh six, and then he probably came back in like oh seven, oh eight. He was gone. He jumped right back into it, didn't he? He was, he was gone like two or three years. Yeah. yeah, but he was probably playing in the prison league. So he's probably balling out there, bro. <laughs> in great <laughs> iron game. He was in the longest yeah. yard. The longest yard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next topic is we're going to collectively predict these two random teams' records because we did it last week, and I thought we'd do it again. We're going to start with Jason's team, the Chargers. So there's five of us here. Let's just do it collectively real quick. And then we'll okay. let Jason go on and talk about his team. All right. I got the um schedule right here, so I'm going to read it out. We got one, two, what, five, six people here? So is there going to be a – Yeah, it'll it'll be a uh, – <coughs> it won't be, like, locked even. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so week one, home game. Rematch of the century. We got the Las Vegas Raiders coming to town. L. Early season, L. Julio? Who you got, Julio? W. All right. That's L, right? That's okay. an L? Well, you said L, too? No, I said W. Well, one, I said Adam, said and you. One, Adam, and you said uh, <clears throat> L. Oh, Adam, you said L? I thought you said W. I said L. No, he's very high on the radio this year. Yeah, yeah I'm not too Respect, respect. 
The Chargers are going to take a few weeks to click as well. Okay. I think. Out of the week, division, the Chargers probably added the most. Week two at the Chiefs. Ooh, uh, w. W. I'm gonna give them an L. I think they'll win the other one, but I'm gonna give them an L. Yeah, same same as Rudy. Uh, it's just me and you, Julio, man. Chargers <laughs> You're all I got, man. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. no Tyreek. Right, I think that's a W. Week three, Jaguars. Come on now. That's a win. W for sure. This rematch of the century at Texans. Hey, hopefully we're at this game. Fat. (laughs) Fat W. Yeah. They definitely should. Hopefully we're there to watch it in person. Let me just say this. If y'all lose y'all's game, your coach is going to start being on the hot seat. I mean, especially if it goes the way we all been saying, dude, we would be one in three that point with a loss to the Texans. You're absolutely right. <clears throat> Week five at the Browns. W. Uh, w. Browns are going to be out of there next year. I don't know, man. They're going to be figuring stuff out. They're going to be all over the place. We're, are we losing to Kobe Brissett? Because that's definitely not Deshaun. If Watson's playing, I don't, I, Adam, who do you think? Okay. All right. If no, if no Watson, then I'll give him the W. Even if he is, he's that would be like his first game back, bro. <laughs> nah. The on, the only way if the Chargers can fix their defense, they're fine. If the Browns can have their way on the ground, I think that game can get scary. I don't they care address who the, the defense is. though. They did do that. So yeah, that's just, that's just an offense last year. That's not not even an offense. That's a team. A whole round team, of course, the quarterback situation is iffy, but they did it with Baker. In my opinion, that's a roster. If they can run all over you, they can have their way. And can one of y'all or is one of y'all counting up the L's and W's? I got yeah, you're good. I got, I got two you right W's now. so far. If Brown's a W two. Yeah, I got three. I think me and Jason have all a W. <laughs> well, well, I'm, we're I'm doing, doing it collectively, so like whatever yeah. the majority is. You know. Yeah. Okay. Collective, y'all are th- y'all are three and two right now going into week okay. six. Week yeah. six, Broncos at home. W. Oh yeah, Bronco. Uh, yeah, W. Sorry. Yeah. I'll get L, but we lost, so that's four wins. Broncos yeah, four in three. LA. Hey man, divisional game, Russ. Russ, yeah. it could be close. I was actually thinking got about the low that. key has a better receiving core overall, <clears throat> weapon core. Week seven Seahawks. That's a yeah. win. Week yeah. nine Atlanta. Win. W. W. Week ten San Francisco at San Francisco. That's an L. You're giving That's an L? L? Yeah. I'm giving That's a dub. Lon, you have L? No, it's a W. We got a W, right? I, I, I don't believe in Lance. I do. Uh, week 11, home at the Chiefs. That is an L. I got yeah. the W. Um, Wait, we get uh, – yeah, I got the W now. Yeah, I got the, the W. One, or lost the first one. Yeah, Rudy got him – or no, uh, Julio got him 11-0 right now. <laughs> no, yeah. Actually, yeah. No, I was close on the Broncos one. Well, we we gonna play them again. So, uh, week twelve at Cardinals. W. W. I see it. That's, That's a W. I think Cardinals fall off this year. I got them at eight That's wins great. so far. Week thirteen at Raiders. L. W. Thirteen. Oh, I clicked on the wrong team. You're good. Go ahead. Yeah. 
W. Uh, yeah, W. Week 14, Dolphins. W. W. L. I think they're going to I got upset. the L. I got the L. Dolphins at home. If it was in Miami, maybe, but I think we take them at home. Adam, <clears throat> who you got? I had W for uh, Chargers. Okay. So that's 10. We're at 10 wins now. Week 15, Titans at home. W. Hell. No, I said W. Week 16. Jason, you had an L. Yeah, it's weird. Derrick Henry, just too much. We've historically just always struggled with Titans. They're always going to struggle, no matter how good or bad they are. We had Jake Locker go crazy on us one year. It was ridiculous. Um, week 16, Colts, W. Oh, W. I got a W. At, at Indy, I'm going to give it a no, even though y'all went out. Week 17, the Battle of Los Angeles. We got the Champs, Rams. W. Rams. I got a W. I got an L. I think they're going to right their wrongs in the last game of the season, bro. They need that W. Yo, Rams are nice, man. That's a W for the – or that's an L, sorry. Dang, so hey. Adam, who you got? L. L, damn, man. So y'all only got them with 12 wins? Collectively, we have them with 12 wins for the season. No, we still got, we, we, got we got one more. Or, yeah, Broncos. No. Broncos. To oh, my off. bad. Okay. In Denver. L. You got to pick on W, Rudy, because you had them right. Yeah, I was trying to remember it, W. Uh, L. Split with them. Yeah. That's four L's. 13 and, or 13 and 4? It's not bad. That's, yeah, it's not bad. This that should be great. fighting That's, for the number one seed. Yeah. That it? is number one seed, most likely. I think Chiefs were 12-5 and with number one seed in that division <laughs> last year. So that would be... No. Yeah, I think, it's, I think this is pretty realistic considering Jason put in those classic Chargers, you know, blow a game type thing. I mean, that's what that's what you're kind of basing it off. You're talking about the Titans. No, no, you're right. I'm just like you didn't have to bring it up. You know, I was trying to let it breeze by. But you, you are right. We do. We'll just lose a random game to the Titans like that. It's just something we do. I do or think it's not going to happen to the a whole lot this year. Okay. Uh, so yeah, let's see. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> so collect- for that shit. But yeah, we were what at 12, 12 wins, thirteen wins. 13. 13 wins. Collectively, we have the Chargers winning 13 games. I like it, man. I like it. Uh, Mr. Mr. Wong, you want to take over for the uh, your your Cowboys? Oh, we're doing we're doing the Cowboys? Yeah. Yeah, I, just, I switched it at the last minute. Okay, okay. I was thought I was thinking we were doing the shitbirds. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, we can do this one. I know I'm gonna get some hate against it, but we can do it. You got 17 and oh, bro. No. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> nah. All right, so week one, uh, games in Dallas this time versus Tampa Bay. I will take Tampa Bay. I know everyone else. Or I will take Dallas. I know everyone else is going to take Tampa Bay, though. It's a big L. I got an L, bro. That's fine. Julio? Can you all hear you? Rudy, you remember last year, right? I remember. It was a really good game, man. But I'm just checking. We got worse. Uh, Ari had a pretty good game, huh? He did. I yeah, know. Chris Godwin got away with the bad call too, and he ain't gonna be playing. They got Tom Brady. <laughs> oh, 
All right, week two, it's in Dallas again. We got Cincinnati versus Dallas. I got Dallas. W. W. I got Cincinnati. I got Cincinnati, three. too. So it's still 3-2, oh, right? Still, yes, no. Yeah, yeah. outnumbered. Now. Uh, week three in New York, we got the Giants. I'm going to take Dallas. W. 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 Week four in Dallas, I got uh, Dallas versus the Commanders. I'm going to take Dallas. Blowout. W. W. Okay, so three and one right now. Week five in L.A., uh, I'm going to give it to the Rams. L. That's an L. I was saying L right when you said L.A. because any L.A. <laughs> team will, <laughs> will win that. Yes, sir. Um, ball. Um, week six in Philly, I'm going to take Dallas. I got the Eagles. I got the Eagles. Philly made some moves. I got Philly. Okay. So three and three. Uh, Week seven in Dallas, we got Detroit. I'm going to take Dallas. W. Dallas, W. Close game, but W. Against Detroit? Yeah, man, don't sleep. You know how many close games they had last season? And they got better. That's true. Detroit should have won like six games, but they they just couldn't. They're, They're Detroit. That's why. Yeah. Dallas should have also, <laughs> but we'll keep going. <laughs> uh, week eight, <laughs> week eight, uh, Chicago at Dallas. I'm gonna take Dallas. It's a W. Yeah, W. Uh, week nine, we got a bye. Week ten in Green Bay. I'm gonna take Dallas. I got a W. Oh, haters. Cowboys I'm a cheesehead. I gotta go with Aaron Rodgers. Cowboys fans see Aaron Rodgers in the in the nightmares, so you know, that's an L. All right, let's keep going. So that's three L's. That's three L's. What did what did Adam say? I think he said L, right? Big L. L. So yeah. He said big L. Uh, in Minnesota, I'm gonna take Dallas again. Yeah, I'll take Dallas. Yeah, I got I got Dallas. I got Minnesota. Jason's L. hating over there. <laughs> Rudy, Jason, grow up. It's Jettis. It's Jettis. He's going to go crazy. He didn't do nothing versus Diggs last year. He was gambling and paid off last year. He's a new year. Didn't we beat uh, them with, so, uh, what's his name, Cooper Rush? Cooper Rush. Yeah, it was the only yeah, game man. y'all won when y'all didn't rush for 100 yards. Sick, bro. All the other games y'all didn't do that when y'all lost with Dak. I don't know. So wait, what's only the two Viking, people gave that a no? Adam, you said a dub, right? This this is the best team the Cowboys beat all year, including playoffs. <laughs> it's true, though. It's just the schedule. Colts might be better. Colts will be better. Adam doesn't think so, but Colts will be better. Um. So, Adam, you said – oh, yeah, you did say dub. So, right now we got one, two, three, four. It's five and four going into week 12. Um, in Dallas versus the Giants, I'm gonna take Dallas again. Just the dub. Uh, in Dallas versus Indy, it's W. W. That's I like Indy, but W. Uh, versus the Texans in Dallas. W. W. I want to go to that game, yo. Would be nice. That'd be fun. Um, week 15, we're in Jacksonville. I'm going to take Dallas. 
Um, week 16 in Dallas uh, uh, versus Philly. W. W. Uh, in Tennessee, week 17. L. L. W. L. You said L. Uh, L. Julio? Yeah, L. Okay. And the commanders last week in Washington. W. W. What do we got? Nine wins? 12 and five. Huh? Oh, 12 and five. Nine. Sorry, I missed kind of 12 and five. That's pretty good. You had, had it losing to Tampa Bay week one. Uh, Rams week five, Eagles week six, Packers week 10, and then the Titans week 17. Doesn't seem real to have it. I think we're gonna go 10. I think we're gonna win 10 games. On what did you have them at? Me personally, 15 and two. Uh, I think we beat Tampa Bay. I don't really think we split with Philly. Um, I honestly think the only games that I'm worried about losing are Tampa Bay and LA. So I'm not worried. And two. I think, yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't. I'm not worried about Green Bay. Uh, I'm not just worried like about that. Just the, like the, that. The, the Eagles have. Yeah, there's no like random game you see on the schedule. It's like, yeah, that's we'll lose that bullshit. There's none of those. They could lose think Texans, you're gonna beat everybody. Nah. nah, Texans is crazy. Hey, Chargers. Tennessee, I, I could kind of see new Tennessee year, man. Indianapolis. Stop talking about that game. <laughs> but no, nah, Indianapolis probably scares me the most outside of any NFC team we have that, on our that schedule. That game did too, but I picked y'all because it's in Dallas. I'm not understanding why you're just kind of throwing Philly out the. I think Philly is going to have a better record I really than us. Don't either. They made the playoffs and they've really improved everything. And for whatever reason. They're just not going to be any better. I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, great run game. They have two legitimate weapons on the outside. Really good tight end. Yeah. They don't have a good some, Made some great moves on defense. Yeah, I think they're going to out. I think they're going to edge that, us out for, that, the, for the That not division. quarterback was good enough to make the playoffs last year. Rudy, my question for you is, do you think the Eagles got 20 points better? Because we only played one legit game versus them last year, and it was an absolute blowout. Uh, that you know, one that game, game just but... like yeah, that makes it yeah, that's how it's going to be the following year and you just basically no. game. but I mean <clears throat> me personally I'm not on high as AJ Brown as probably y'all are and I'm very low on Jalen Hurts he was a trade away from not even being the starting quarterback in Philadelphia and now they're supposed to be winning the division I just don't see it I mean, you can be low on Brown and even on Smith, but you can't deny that those two guys are legit top 10 fringe, if not in there. And we only have one that hasn't even done that yet in CD. AJ Brown is not top 10. I mean, I'm pretty AJ. sure Jason and, and Julio both had him as top 10. I had him on top If 10. he's not top 10, he's what, 11 11, or yeah. yeah. I had him on my top like 17. He's definitely 16. over CD for and, sure. And, and my, my other thing is, are y'all taking Jalen Hurts or y'all taking Ryan Tannehill as a passer? As a passer, Ryan Tannehill. But as a player? Ryan Tannehill. Uh, that's tough. Oh, I don't know. You act like you, you act like intangibles don't intangibles don't matter when it comes to when it comes to the quarterback position. You got that leadership about him. Man. I mean, he does, but like, 
That dude was one of the worst statistical quarterbacks as a passer last year. That's why you get him a top 10 receiver. All right, so a new series segment on the show. We're going to be doing these Mount Rushmore's just like we do the Prime for Prime every episode. So this was – whose was this uh, Mount Rushmore that they came up with? Jason's? Are you want to go first? Yeah, we'll start off. So, yeah, <clears throat> this is my Mount Rushmore for – we're just doing pure point guards. So, obviously, you could throw Steph on there, but at the end of the day, he plays more like a shooting guard. So, I don't think – Unless somebody in this can convince me otherwise, I don't think we're going to be hearing Steph. So if you don't hear Steph, this is why we are doing pure passing pass first point guards. So yeah. I'll start it off. I, I think for whatever reason, I'm going to get a lot of fight for this, but I'm putting John Stockton on there, man. He's the all-time leader in assists. I don't know how you can leave him off if you're just talking about a guy to run an offense to create for everybody. He is by far the all-time leader in passing er, – I'm sorry, in assists. I think he has to make my list. I'm going with John Stockton. Next up, I'm going with a guy who revolutionized the point guard position. I'm going with Irvin Magic Johnson. He ran the Lake Show in the in the 80s, um, passing it off to Worthy, Kareem, Michael Cooper. It was just fun basketball, and he was running that whole show. Man, it was a fun time. I was there. I wasn't there, but just watching the highlights, man, it was it was it was fun basketball back then. Next up, I'm going to go with a guy, might be unpopular here, but I'm going to go with a back-to-back MVP. I'm going to go with Steve Nash. You talk about a guy who really sacrificed his game to be a true point guard. If he played in today's era, I don't think he's playing like this because you could see he had that three-point shot to be a much better score than he was. He just wasn't shooting him like that because he, he knows <laughs> I need to get my guys involved, and it led to – him getting dudes paid. He got Amari paid. He got Joe Johnson paid. He got Sean Marion paid. Oh, Marion. He got a lot of dudes paid with his style of play. And I think he sacrificed a lot to be a true point guard. So in terms of like creative, flashy passes, I think he's one of the best to ever do it. He has some of the most impressive passes I've ever seen. Next up, got to go with the guy, fellow Jason, Jason Kidd. Talk about a guy early on. They disrespected my man. They called that man Ace and Kid. And with no J, he couldn't shoot a lick. So what do you do when you know when you don't got no jump shot? You play smart basketball. You play to your strengths. You pass the rock. And he was dragging some pretty average yes. teams to the to the finals, man. Like those weren't like if you just go talent for talent. I know they had players. I'm not saying that, but Kenyon Martin being your second best player on like a finals team, like that's that's really impressive. And then you know, he gets to finish it off over in Dallas with uh, Dirk Nowitzki, and he ends it off with a ring. And granted, he was really old, but you're not going to tell me he didn't do his thing on that team. He wasn't just along for that ride. He was that starting point guard. He was running the show over there in Dallas, so Jason Kidd has to make mine. So that's going to end off my uh, pure point guard, uh, Mount Rushmore. I'm going with John Stockton, Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson, Steve Nash, and Jason Kidd. No order, just everyone knows. Yeah, no you, can I go or, or go for it? Go ahead. All right. So my Mount Rushmore pure point guards. Real quick, honorable mention, Rondo. I love you, my boy, bro. Uh, you you didn't bro. do it. Come on, man. I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get murdered on TikTok. Come on, I, I had him down as an honorable mention as well. Hey, sure. You could have done it, bro. He was hey, a great. Bro, was but no, no, no. I gotta go with the guys that I really think are, and y'all know I love Rondo. I'm sure respect, audience knows respect. that, but I, I was fully expecting you to do this. So respect. All right, Sorry. yeah. 
So number one, well, not number one, but my first guy on my Mount Rushmore, I got Chris Paul, which you didn't have on your list, Jason, which was. I thought about it was. Between you thought him about him? Yeah, I thought about him and Kid. Okay. All right. It's, it's, it, it could be tough, but for, for but for me, Chris Paul was a for sure on there. Like he's okay. just in, in New Orleans, like he was MVP candidate. Then you see what he did with Lob City Clippers and even to when he got to play with uh, the Rockets and then what he did. Just what he does now, the, late in his career. the hardware for me for Nash with the two MVPs and then Kid with the ring in the finals runs. That's what did it for me. All right. But like, like I said, he would have been like five. All right. And then I have Jason Kidd. He was, like you said, in New Jersey getting the back-to-back finals. And then he got the ring by expanding his game in Dallas. He was shooting that thing, which he didn't do early in his career. <clears throat> but early in his career, when he was when he had that athleticism, he was, like, getting rebounds, doing all that stuff, playing defense. Got to have him on there for me. And I think he's, like, number three or four on assists all time. And then I do have Steve Nash, the back-to-back MVP. You know, and like you said, he had a, a strap, man. If you use him on 2K, he don't miss. You get that green light. He's just one of the best, most most creative passers ever, man. And then I got Magic Johnson. Can't leave him off. He's just, of course, like I was said, about to say, I, if you don't got Magic Johnson. Nah, bro. I mean, he was the first name <laughs> I wrote down, but then I had it in backwards. So, yeah, got to have Magic Johnson on there. And then honorable mention is Rondo. I don't get John Stockton out of here. He's just dumb. No, how is along. you leaving Chris Paul more Chris egregious than, than you leaving Stockton Because he was just doing a little dribble handoff passes right? to Carl Malone. That's all he did. He just got the most all-time assist by just dumping it off to Carl Malone. That's all he did. He wasn't giving mm. Jeff Horner said career years. That's easy looks, man. That, nah, it was just that's Passing in the How paint do you to that right Chris there. Paul off, bro. He's better than John Stockton. Uh, like I said, we're talking about pure point guards, and I'm putting the guy who has the most. I don't got either of those guys on my list. Okay, I want to hear. Well, yeah, he put old heads he be, he be head on his list, bro. <laughs> no, it's the last one. Is it, one is the old head. I mean, I, well, someone would consider Magic an old head, but let me go ahead. Yeah. All right, I got Magic. That's one of my guys. Steve Nash. You guys already did all the explaining for these guys. Jason Kidd. And then I got the big O, the triple-double machine of great facilitator. The first time we've ever seen anybody do it, yeah, until Russell Westbrook. And it took, what, 20-plus years till we saw something like that again? It's it's been unseen, so I think now that y'all heard who I got, it's not that bad of a take over Chris Paul and that dude with the rapist. Why does he get grouped with Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> just played with him. He wasn't doing what Kyle hey, was doing. He'd be is, making man. some dumb comments himself, too. I don't like that guy. Hey, man, it is what it is. Basketball related, <laughs> brother. Okay, hey, but basketball-wise, though, can y'all can agree it's not. it wasn't wild. The big it's not, o. it's not. But Loki, I put Robinson. Russ over Oscar Robinson. Real quick, what? just say, just. Huh? Rudy said, said Russ over Robinson. Yeah. Over Oscar, sorry. No. That's a true point guard. That's crazy. No. True, no. You no, triple-double three times, four times? Come on. Yeah, we're just talking about one aspect of the Yeah, we're talking about the, the two part. I mean, that's true. All right, Adam, so real, quick, Roy, real quick, Leo, just say him, like, real quick. 
So my four, Magic, Oscar Robertson, Steve Nash, and Jason Kidd. Oh, yeah, and that's for TikTok. I didn't do mine. So I have Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, Chris Paul, and Magic Johnson. All right, you can go ahead, Adam. Okay. Uh, I would just go ahead and say mine off since we're doing it for the TikTok. Um, the two obvious ones to me are Magic Johnson and Stockton. I don't think you can leave them off. And then CP3, and nobody said it, but Isaiah Thomas I put on there. This guy was incredible. He was a leader. He led that team in the Pistons out there. They were giving Jordan fits, and he was the passer, the guy on that team. And uh, obviously there's there's not – I'm not going to argue that he's better than any of these other guys you've mentioned. There's all great people, but I, I think he definitely deserves to be mentioned in that conversation as one of the better facilitators of all time. Yeah, he does. I'm not mad at it. All of this, no, yeah, I was actually thinking about putting him on there. I just took more into consideration the defense. He was a god on defense. Oh, of course, yeah. And, but I mean, he's uh, fifth in assists per game, I think, in career. Like, yeah, great facilitator too. Oh, yeah, definitely no. worth to mention for me. But I got him more in my top yeah, not four. not having Magic in Stockton. Like to me, that's a you have to have them, and then we can argue who's who's three and four. These are the only guys that average above ten assists per game. Man, Stockton career. doesn't impress me like. Huh. Just, doesn't, bro. It was just passes in the paint to Carl Malone all day, <laughs> exactly. and he did all the work. Y'all he's a pretty good shooter, but I mean, John Stockton was a pretty good shooter, but I mean, so am I. So it's not saying. Y'all watch the dream team. Should, should try out to be, uh, he'll be number one in the all-time assist ranking. Me, if I caught, if I was playing with Carmelo, you know. <laughs> 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 let's, not, let's not get into the hypothetical. Go, go ahead, Juan. Go ahead, Juan. Um, mine's probably gonna be pretty similar. No order. I'm probably gonna have. Obviously, I'm gonna agree with y'all. Magic and uh, Stockton. My fourth one's hard. I'm gonna put CP3 in there. I was gonna say you're agreeing with them. You ain't agreeing with me. I don't got Stockton in there. You got like all of us. Only me and you don't got them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I guess he's talking about y'all. Probably gonna put though my last two. It's honestly either Steve Nash or Jason Kidd, but I'm probably gonna say Steve Nash. Yeah, a little more true, PG, and the accolades are insane. Yeah. Yeah. Although he didn't deserve one of those, but that's a d- different discussion. <laughs> yeah, my thing for thing CP3, he's been doing it since the era of Steve Nash and Jason Kidd, and he's doing it. He's doing like the same thing in today's era. So I don't know. It's hard for yeah. me not to even mention, <clears throat> mention Chris Paul. I think yeah. for me, like Steve Nash has to be there just again. Like I said, I feel like he sacrificed a lot of his game when he didn't have to. Uh, like Jason Kidd was an amazing true point guard. I can see that all day, but he kind of had to do that. He didn't have that jump shot. Steve Nash could have been out here just jacking up threes like Steph Curry because yeah. he did have that shooting ability, but he's like, no, I need to get my teammates involved. And it led to him elevating the play of a lot of his teammates. And so for me, Steve Nash has to be on there. We all had some of this. Yeah. <clears throat> the only one with the big O. Yeah. And then Adam had Isaiah Thomas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm not really mad at you. Oh, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, no, Isaiah Thomas was a good mention. It sounds like I had the best list then because I had like uh, everybody. Uh, I wouldn't I say that. The comments aside. Hey, but real quick, never, man, just because y'all thought I was going to say Rondo, bro, his passing is. Oh, it's no, Rondo's passing is top tier. Second to none, bro. Elite passer. But. That's my thing. If we if we're gonna bring up uh if we're gonna bring up elite pastors, I think we got an honorable mention. Somebody's got to mention. Uh, goodness gracious, I'm going blank. What do you play for? Williams. Uh, yeah. yeah, Williams. Jason Williams. Oh, that's a flashy oh, yeah, pass. Yeah. yeah, that's just like yeah, like you said, flashy. Yeah, that's entertainment. Had the flashy and being the leader and being the facilitator. Yeah, he yeah. can run that that. Fast break offense, half court is amazing. Yeah, if I'm just if that's just like who I want to go see the most, okay. Yeah, definitely most. Definitely, I want to see Rondo. One thing I didn't know, I never knew that the Suns were called the seven seconds or less that they try to push the ball that damn. Oh yeah, yeah, bro, that's crazy. That's like where D'Antoni got his made his mark in the NBA. Basic plays, fast break, every every freaking procession. Pretty much, yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and close out quickly with these two questions. Just give them quick answers. So shout out to Thunder Peter on Twitter. He uh, MFH Hikari is his at name. So shout out to you. What player who wasn't top 20 in the league during the 1990 to 2010 time span would dominate in this era? So basically a player from back in the day that wasn't a top 20 player, would could he dominate in this time? And I got one. I got Katino Mobley, man. That dude is nice. He's still playing now, even in the big three, I think. I think if he was playing now, he might dominate. I used to eat with him on 2K. He had the nice release, a nice lefty release. Um, solid player for the Rockets. Is that why you went with him, though? Did you have picked him if he wasn't on the Rockets? No, because even when he was with the uh, Magic and Kings, bro, he was still getting buckets. I he's still getting buckets now, man. <clears throat> yeah, no, I've, I've seen him before. He can still hoop. Respect. Um, I'm going to go with a guy who, unfortunately, I think the only reason why he wasn't is unfortunately injuries robbed him of a few years. But I got to go with uh, Grant Hill. You <clears throat> talk about a guy who was arguably LeBron S, like a player who could do everything on the court at his size. He could handle the ball. He could stretch the floor. He could uh, rim run he could just do everything you want he could defend at a high level he gave jordan issues he gave kobe issues in his prime years i think man if he's in today's nba with the pace that they play and his ability to i don't i don't believe he had like amazing three-point numbers but he could shoot so i think if, especially in today's nba where they focus on that so much more i definitely think grant hill could be a superstar these days so i gotta go with grant hill Good answer, good answer. Who wants to go next? I can go. I mine's, can go. A, mine's a really late. He did say till 2010. My guy came in in 2008, but didn't last in the league for too long, which was because of issues. So I'm going to go ahead and say it. OJ Mayo. I think he could be a dog in today's league. I think he just got sidetracked with Weed. Laying off the weed, he was a bucket. I think it'd be a dog if it weren't for all that. He just it was motor and mindset, it was a mental thing. It gives me like Monte Ellis vibes. He was supposed to be the next Braun, bro. They were hyping this guy up to be in like, high school, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's when he like was going yeah, crazy. Is he the one that uh, Jordan cooked in a, at a camp, like when he was in high school? I think so. I think it was him because he was talking. And that yeah, because he was talking. Jordan crazy. was like, Jordan was like, everybody get out of me, and apparently he cooked him, and this was like, oh, Jordan. But yeah, yeah LJ, I'll do this back in the day. All right, let's hear from Adam. Honestly, I don't have anybody. I I don't see anybody outside that top 20 that could legitimately – I mean, the question is dominate, and none of the guys outside of the top 20 are dominating in today's era. I mean, of course, 2010 is only 12 years ago, but there's just such a big gap from there that I don't think anybody outside the top 20 is going to dominate. Yeah, this will be an easy question if it was, like, opposite – like of who would dominate it back then? Oh, yeah, people outside the top twenty that would dominate in like nineties to twenty tens. Um, yeah, I could make a large list of guys that could do that. Did you have one, J. Rod? I don't. I I couldn't tell you. That's my thing. If I if I'm gonna pick somebody, like I I wanted to pick somebody, it was uh, Reggie Miller. But like he's not a. He's, he's probably a top 20 arguably player in his time. Another another one I had in mind, which was kind of similar to one that I picked, a guy who was just kind of robbed by injuries but was well on his way to being a top player and fits in this uh, era is a Penny Hardaway. Until about like a big point guard, six, seven point guard, he could handle the rock, he could drive to the rim, could shoot a little bit. I, I definitely think Penny Hardaway could be a great player in today's game. Yeah. Who was that Other Pacer guy, that got hurt? Danny Pacer. Granger. Danny Granger. Brandon yes, Roy. That, Brandon Roy too. Is... I think Brandon Roy was a top 10 player, though. Yeah, but I think a lot, a lot of this is not turning into who was in that era that could have dominated now. A lot of y'all's answers are like who a lot of like what could have been guys, you know? Yeah, but it's a tough <laughs> question. Like when I read yeah, it for no, the first time, good. I was like, what the hell, bro? <laughs> I think yeah, that was a really weird question, bro. There's I mean, got to be shout out to him. Yeah, shout out, shout out to Thunder Pete. Just try try to give us a little easier question yeah, next bro. time. Not a, not a 20-year gap of guys that we got to look up. <laughs> All right, and then our last question, last thing on the show, shout out to uh, Lonzi, our OG, Lonzi. one of our OG fans. He says, yeah. he asks, could you see Shy leaving OKC in a couple seasons if we keep on tanking? And if he does, what could they get back for him? I don't see it personally. Um, I think he has the respect of the league. I don't like it's you're gonna be hard pressed to find a Shake Gilgis Alexander hater, like somebody who's just like, Man, that guy sucks. He's just he's in a bad situation. We've all acknowledged it. So you're kind of he's in a bad situation, but at the same time, it's a perfect situation. You have no idea, just go out there, hoop, get buckets, do what you do. You got the league's respect. I'm pretty sure he got a big contract too. Um, I don't see any reason to leave. Trust the process. Things are getting better. Yes, maybe right now things don't look amazing, but just give it time. Like I said, you have the league's respect. Keep doing buckets. Keep being you, and everything else will fall into place. Just, just keep doing what you're doing. I don't see it leaving. I agree. I agree with that. Like I said before, I think them and Detroit are just one star away from being contenders and in the playoffs. And they got the picks to get him, so there's really no reason for him to leave. I agree, and it's it's the money, too. And that's the beautiful thing about that Supermax, which he's going to be able to get so much money, and OKC is going to offer him so much money. 
Yeah. Why in the world would you leave? They're going to have it. Yeah, they're going to have the leverage. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see him leaving unless they go too long. Unless something crazy like Giddy and like Chet both get injured or something like but I don't know. You're It'd have be to be expecting some crazy shit, which you, yeah. can, you can't yeah. like, predict that kind of thing. Like, you yeah. just got to be realistic. They'd have to what be afraid of him. Like, that's the only thing. What did you say, Adam? They oh, have to be afraid of him. That's the only reason to me. No, nah, before that. Oh, it's the you money. Something about the max? Yeah, the super max. If he can get the super max, like, need to get, like, Voletu. Has he been Voletu as an all-star already? Or has he been an all-star? I don't know NBA, but he's not he's not available for a contract till 2027. His contract just kicked in this season. He's getting what? 30, 33, 35, 38, and then Boy, 40. Nah, I'm going nowhere, man. Just keep hoping. Yeah. You can always force your way out. I mean, we've seen so many NBA players do it. It's not just want to do the next two years. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what you meant. Like they can, they got the leverage. They can give them that supermax answer. Yeah. So pretty much, I mean, honestly, does he want to be a Bradley Beal or does he want to just get out? Nah, okay. He can contend in the double years. Different if it was a bunch of scrub on that team. They had like no future assets or anything. That would be like Dejounte Murray. That's why Dejounte Murray left because it's nothing but scrubs with him. He does not have a. that he's not even in the next three, four years. I think Shy does. Yeah, I don't think you need to worry, Alonzo. I think I think they're good. But yeah, what could they Alonzo. what they could get for him? They can get a lot, a lot of picks. You could, but, but I think they'd be foolish to get rid of your best player. Yeah, they're they're stacked on picks. Yeah. All right. So I think that is going to do it for, for episode number fifty-eight. If you're new to the show, again, make sure to subscribe, drop a like, do all those things. Get some sports debates and elite takes here on this podcast. So, guys, keep a, a check on our, uh, keep an eye on our TikTok account. We're going to be posting more from last from and this episode. So, uh, shout out to everybody. Thank you guys for being here. Round of applause for everybody. All right. Have a good night.